Top 29 Best Terry Pratchett Books of All Time Review 2022. Pratchett's career-defining invention was the Discworld series, in which no less than 41 of his novels were set. The facts, depth, and narrative lines inside his academic setting of the Discworld are rather frankly mind-blowing. The best Discworld books are playing their part in the larger picture, together with characters crossing and intertwining their tales, sometimes across heaps of novels. The buzzing hive of existence around the Discworld series is indeed intricate and lively, it is a miracle how Terry Pratchett maintained it enthralling for so many decades. It is no secret to some fiction book readers, that Terry Pratchett had a brilliant head, magnificent imagination, and has been a fantastic writer. Because of his rise to fame in the 70s, Pratchett's work has prompted tens of thousands, possibly millions thanks to its intricacy and positive vision. With well more than 50 functions to his name throughout his career, the late great Terry Pratchett composed some all-time traditional fantasy books. However, out of a career spanning over four years, Terry Pratchett's are very engaging, innovative, conference-challenging, and psychedelic novels. Top-rated Best Terry Pratchett Novels to Read Here is a list of the best Terry Pratchett books in order that Penbook recommended reading. Small Gods This best Discworld book Small Gods that we recommend to folks is their initial foray into the Discworld. It is a meditation on faith, private morality, the risks and prospects of progress, religion, and good deeds. Also, it is quite funny. Terry Pratchett's anti-clericalism is a running motif in the Discworld series, but this book manages to become humane towards faith and downright scathing at precisely the same moment. It's also amazingly complete to not rely on some of those figures Terry Pratchett had spent the previous 12 books set up. Men at Arms you will observe that I have a good deal of time for your Ankh-Morpork City Watch. Men at Arms is where they attain their summit. This is the book that sees Sam Vimes evolve as a character, providing us the Boots concept of socioeconomic unfairness in addition to confronting a superbly angry and devious antagonist. It's also about the entire watch, unlike only Sam Vimes, as the subsequent books tended towards. There are too many highlights, but they comprise. The book also features the socioeconomic concept of unfairness. Gaspode, the wonder dog if you desire to have an evil guy or the right person to stage a gone-in and veterinary manipulating the town's inhabitants and guilds to maintain the entire thing ticking. Reaperman. Death is retired later getting attached to the people, and things go awry. Though it is based on a similar conceit mort, this one is better. The growth of Bill Dorr and Miss Flitworth's connection is touching, as is his departure's entire relationship with the villagers. In addition to a fantastic, if instead of a parochial narrative for death, there are also wizards running about on Khmorpork combating and fooling around trying to ruin consumerism's embodiment. Plus, we receive the death of rats. Guards. Guards. In Guards. Guards. We fulfill the Ankh Morpork city watch and precisely what a country it's in. Sam Vimes is an alcoholic, Nobby is a criminal, and Colin is counting down to retirement. And Corporal Carrot is six feet. It lacks the developed dynamics of this watch in town, but it's so well-paced, the activity is again and brilliant, it's really, very humorous. Dragons farting, I mean, come forth. This is excellent stuff. Mort. Besides Sam Vimes and Esme Weatherwax, Death is a critical character, he seems in basically each book. Mort is due to Death's helper and fucks up everything, such as falling in love with a princess and departure's kid and altering their background. Departure's humanization is one of Terry Pratchett's most incredible thoughts. Death does not always get it right, and in this lies the humor. Nightwatch. 
The first few Terry Pratchett books are Whodunits, put in Ankh Morpork along with also the subsequent two except the City Watch out of the town, Night Watch will work both. I was traveling back in time to when Sam Vimes first joined the drive. Here is the first of three novels, Night Watch, Thud, Snuff, that are far more Sam Vimes books than City Watch books, it signifies the next peaking of this collection. Grandfather Paradoxes and Source Stories Galore, meaning that is a fantastic book to get a Discworld fan. And Carker makes for a very well-drawn and dreadful villain. Carpe Jugulum. For some reason, I have always adored Carpe Jugulum. It's the final witch's book until Tiffany Aching reaches the focus on the sequence. Granny Weatherwax faces her most formidable challenge yet and overcomes it via the medium of tea. For me, it surpasses witches abroad, lords and ladies, and masquerade since the villains are much more intriguing. This Magpere vampire family member's social dynamic and his confrontation with modernity are a beautiful theme continued after Discworld novels. If you are looking for the best order for Discworld reading, reading more about best suggested Terry Pratchett Discworld reading order, best update 2022. Current read. I'm currently really enjoying best vampire books of all time review 2022. Going Postal. Going Postal is another book in the mold of Ankh Morpork's slow ooze to the contemporary era sees the diversion of this post office and the debut of a new personality. Moist von Lipwig is a lovable chancer who, like most Terry Pratchett personalities, comes to heroism reluctantly. Going Postal reminded me of the Neil Gaiman quote about Terry Pratchett, he's not jolly. This book shows that he is angry. While it is not the only example of righteous anger, it's one of the best. Moving Pictures the very first of the Industrial Revolution novels look in the film market. Or Hollywood is a clear goal for a satire, but not for a dream writer. But which makes the magic of Hollywood magical? Detritus, Gaspode, along with a guy so lazy he keeps himself incredibly good shape are comic masterstrokes, but the book's climax is somewhat anticlimactic. Lords and Ladies Elves are the only species that look nearly irredeemable about the Discworld series, even orcs get a fair crack of the whip, but elves are vindictive bastards. I believe that is Sir Terry's day up the dream score, he adored an underdog, and that I think he correctly surmises that anybody magical, memorable, immortal is sure to be a dickhead. McGray shoots one from the eye through a keyhole, and it is a great slice of character growth exposition I have ever read. Along with also, the Og clan has a fantastic showing with Morris Dancers and Sean Og equally playing crucial roles for the narrative and the humor. The Color of Magic Technically among the more flawed Discworld books and the Matrix and font of all that came after. Plotting on this book is feeble since Rinswind, Twoflower, and the luggage all go from one dream trope into the other, running away from each in turn. But there is still so much pleasure in reading this first book I cannot rate it any lower. Though the Discworld developed hugely from this humble start, lots of it was in place from this very first book. Equal Rights the first post-Rincewind book introduces an excellent female character, something sorely missing from the first two novels. As from The Color of Magic, much of the planet's construction is out of kilter with later Terry Pratchett books, the last struggle between Esme and the Arch-Chancellor particularly. However, the interaction between a witch and a precocious kid is fantastic. Sorcery Sorcery is your bridge between the old world construction age of dream parodies, the color of magic, the light fantastic, equal rights, mort, and sorcery, along with the golden era of later novels, word sisters before men at arms. Everything remains in flux, but you can see the beginnings of this contemporary discworld developing. 
Rincewind's third experience is just one where he has some good character development rather than being an itinerant coward. Similarly, Magic and Ankh Morpork take firmer shapes as a tool that may inspire additional Terry Pratchett books. For many of these reasons, I believe sorcery holds up much better than many men and women give it credit for. Monstrous Regiment The unsubtle of Terry Pratchett's parodies, and because of this, I like it. Spoiler alert everybody is a girl. Everyone. It is like being hit in the face with a wet fish while somebody yells, is not sexism silly? Terry Pratchett does some fantastic female characters and gender dynamics in different books, but that one puts it on thick. It's thus hilarious, in a Dom Jolie, Stuart Lee insistent way I enjoy, but that others find that a little much. Thief of Time Death, once more, is up against the Auditors of Truth. His granddaughter is involved, along with the death of rats. All fantastic characters against an autistic clockmaker and also an auditor gradually losing her mind. The gradual destruction of beings of pure motive by straightforward human experiences is amusing and intriguing. Along with the listening, monks receive a fair go. However, the setup is a lot better than the end. Unfortunately, one of the problems of composing books without understanding where they are going. Good Omens. The nice and accurate prophecies of Agnes Nutter, which Pratchett was a prolific writer of Discworld novels. However, he also managed several Discworld books that were not on the flat disc. This includes this one with Neil Gaiman. People have been predicting the end of the world almost from its very beginning, so it's only natural to be skeptical when a new date is set for Judgment Day. But what if, for once, the predictions are right, and the apocalypse really is due to arrive next Saturday, just after tea? You could spend the time left drowning your sorrows, giving away all your possessions in preparation for the rapture, or laughing it off as, hopefully, just another hoax with good omens. Or you could just try to do something about it. It's a predicament that Aziraphale, a somewhat fussy angel, and Crowley, a fast-living demon now finds themselves in. They've been living amongst Earth's mortals since the beginning and, truth be told, have grown rather fond of the lifestyle and, in all honesty, are not actually looking forward to the coming apocalypse. And then there's the small matter that someone appears to have misplaced the Antichrist. Jingo. The City Watch leaves Ankh Morpork to attempt to prevent a war. Terry Pratchett is a great liberal, and also the anti-jingoism and overall frustration at the idiocy of war excels. The double story familiar to most Discworld novels works nicely with Vimes attempting to resolve a crime while Navi, Colin, Veterinary, and Leonardo da Quirm sneak around in a submarine. Vimes' Clatchian reverse number is a beautiful foil for his small Ankh Morpork failings. Interesting times. Cohen's Silver Horde takes over the Agatian Empire through guile, cunning, and violence. I believe Terry Pratchett is on the weaker ground sending up civilizations he does not understand, or businesses, compare moving photographs into the truth. Therefore this lacks the punch of Jingo or the monstrous regiment as a send-up of tyrannical overreach. It's enormously enjoyable to see, and you can not help rooting for Cohen along with the Horde. Still, on rereading, I can not help noticing how reliant Rincewind's novels are on characters aside from Rincewind. Snuff. Now Terry Pratchett's Alzheimer's was diagnosed and was impacting his ability to compose independently. This is evident since the book is a lot more than other Discworld novels. As every author knows, it's much more challenging to write something brief than long. There are lots to enjoy in the book, in the introduction of Constable Sweeney and to the goblins themselves. But there is also plenty to dislike, the regional magistrates appear materialistic, Wilkins is unrecognizable from Jingo and only a bit too unbelievable. 
However, I am grateful Terry and Sam must have one final vacation together. Raising Steam Another of those later Discworld novels. The lower writing is rescued from the brilliant thought. Imagine if Ned Simnel's combine harvester functioned? Imagine if the Discworld had mechanical electricity in addition to magic? Seeing the funding and construction and socio-economic effect of railways performed was brilliant by this stage that the Discworld remains in its multi-novel subplot of dwarfish religious extremists opposing progress and behavioral upheaval. This subplot can continue across many novels as a testament to the solidity of that which was once only a disc on the rear of a few elephants onto a turtle. But that usually means the political and ethical messaging is not as subtle as it was, similar to the writing. The Last Hero is that a book? A picture book? An illustrated book? Who cares? It is the culmination of all Rincewind's story, and he's connected by Leonard of Quirm, Captain Carrot, and the librarian in attempting to prevent the destruction of Earth. The examples are great, however, the narrative is relatively linear in comparison to other Discworld novels. Cohen and the Silver Horde's strategy to return fire to the gods is a fantastic conceit to get a book, but it lacks a specific something. The We Free Men Tiffany Aching is a wonderful addition to the Discworld. There's currently a true cradle-to-grave support having a five-part youthful adult series to communicate with people in the Discworld household. Its rankings diminished because, honestly, it's a young adult fiction book, and I am not a young adult. Nonetheless, the novel builds on the Witches series brightly, and Tiffany, the NAC MacFeagle, Elves, and the Chalk all socialize brilliantly to make a compelling narrative. Like other young adult fiction, it is overly reliant on a singular hero for me but a 30-year-old guy isn't a young woman. Making Money The next Moist von Lipwig book. Ankh Morpork's continuing growth gathers pace with the coming of contemporary banking. Unlike Moving Postal, the storyline does not drive forward in precisely the same manner. Its novel as the world market fell more than makes it quite timely, and really, there's something magical about cash. Fiat money, it's bizarre. However, the figures are somewhat less three-dimensional, and the dialogue is not as snappy. It's a portion of the decrease of the Discworld, but it's still impressive. Thud For me, Thud, it is the beginning point of decrease for after Discworld books. Vimes becomes heroic, not only to residents of Ankh-Morpork, however to Terry Pratchett himself. Vimes that the everyman is gone from Thud. And that's much to the detriment of this character and series. This is the place where the City Watch books indeed become Sam Vimes books, which usually means a problem for character growth for everybody. Fixing dream conflicts like geopolitics is a fantastic invention, but religious fundamentalists' usage to transfer things on is somewhat weak. Mr. Shine, him diamond. It is an excellent and optimistic political motto and I think that it's a significant bit of effort to get upon the optimism only a troll may sense for his king at this kind of straightforward troll-like step. A hat full of sky. Similar problems for me personally as above and the Iver as the only silly antagonist. The witch trials have been fun, however, as would be the NAC MacFeagle, who is another masterful creation of overdue age Terry Pratchett, which is too easy to overlook if you dismiss his work. Soul Music This one, I must admit, is completely based on how it relates to my real life. Before I became a serious author, with a beard and all, I was the drummer for several bands that played music with rock in. The book perfectly captures the sweaty, pubescent adrenaline rush of creating and performing music. It's a book that I can drum on for weeks after reading. I stare off into the distance while looking out at a distance. This book is Death Story. Yes, I know all of the books feature death. But only this book features him in a leather jacket. 
CMOT Dibbler is undoubtedly destined to play the music manager role. The Color of Magic The Color of Magic is a Discworld novel that began in the early 1900s and continues the story of Rincewind, an incompetent wizard, and Twoflower, a tourist. It was also made into a TV movie with Tim Curry. What is your favorite book in the best Terry Pratchett books? Thank you for reading and welcome your thoughts in the comment.